What on earth uh, is wrong with you? I mean, I, I'm sitting here marveling at the fact that, you know, <laughs> this adventurous sense of yours, you know, risking yourself being thrown into a North Korean gulag. <laughs> now this other place. Soviet gulag. Yeah, a Soviet gulag, when Soviet Union is already gone, and be tortured by a North Korean right. prison guard tickling the balls of a spicy kimchi for the rest <laughs> of your life. In my studio today, I've got this person. I'm, I'm meeting for the first time. I kid you not. I swear, really. I've never met this guy before. He's actually now seated on my right. I'm not going to pan a camera to him yet. But i got to tell you the reason why this young man is in the CCB TV studio right now on my show, The Chris Hansen Conversation. He is what we would call an intrepid traveler. This is the episode that I am coining as that one with a big kahunas. And I will tell you why this guy has probably got bigger kahunas than me as the story goes. Because I like to collect stories and this guy's got stories to tell. And with me in the studio right now is John Yao. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for being here, man. Thank you for inviting me. You look so young. I am jealous. What the fuck? How old are you, man? You you look young as well. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm not kidding. You you, you heard the story of Pinocchio? Nose getting longer, my friend. No. (laughs) (laughs) Really, I mean it. I mean it. Thank you for the compliment. But you are, you look really, really young. How old are you? Oh, how young are you? I'm turning 30. I'm 39. That's not that fucking young. Going to be 29. <laughs> oh, going to be 29. Okay, that's young. 30, not that young anymore. You know this friend of ours that we know? His name is Ben? Right. Yeah, he's yeah. no longer young. He's an old cock. Yeah, here we go. Uh, right. So, uh, you're an intrepid traveler. I'm calling you the intrepid traveler. I've heard from certain quarters and, of course, from our mutual friend about you. That's the reason why you're here. Um, and because I've heard that you really make it such a habit mm-hmm. to get around. Yeah, kind of, actually. Do you, can it be said that you actually live out of your luggage? Mm, actually, to be honest, I was actually a um, homely boy. Mm. So to put a long story short, I make it, try to make it chronological. No, 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 you can, give me, you can give me a long story, man. This is what it's all about. It's a long story. It's okay. I collect stories. Uh, so I used to be a homely boy. I like to stay at home. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was in secondary school, I didn't like to go out at all. I mm-hmm. was very like the opposite, the exact opposite of what I was I would consider myself today. So because um, I didn't like to talk, I didn't like to socialize, even right. at school, I wouldn't I wouldn't exactly like talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and um, I'll have recess sometimes, most of the time alone. Um, yeah, it's pretty much just about my kind of lifestyle. Right. Every school. So I would just go home after school and you know, my mom would be at home, she's a housewife, so we would be like, okay, we watch our own TV. I watch her TV, so yeah. So she liked to watch Cantonese shows. So that's why I all know my pastime. What's my pastime? People ask me actually. Um, yeah, Cantonese, watching Cantonese serials. Cantonese serials. Well, like Song Hoi Tan. Something like that, you know. Yeah. Fat and all this. Right. Okay. So um, and moving on to poly, that was when things got a little bit better. I started mm-hmm. to to talk a little bit more. Right. So seventeen was like for many people is like, wow, they're really very prime. Mm-hmm. Know, they're into this social life and everything for me that was the beginning right yeah and it wasn't until a few years later which was about uh, back in 2018 mm-hmm. that I started this this traveling bug actually started hitting me how so, so? Before, how so how did it all begin 
So before this, I was always at home watching yeah, I know, YouTube yeah. and about travel. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, about okay. travel stuff. Right. So, but I wasn't interested to like oh, to go there. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Just to, to I'm fine with like sitting on my couch and mm-hmm. watching about it. So this time in 2018, uh, I was actually working. Right. I moved out home. Okay. So I was living my with like I was renting a room right. with some other people. Okay. And then I met this friend, a Vietnamese friend right. at work. Yeah. So he actually like um, drove me to go to Vietnam mm-hmm. with him mm-hmm. and his friends. Mm-hmm. So he said like, okay, we're gonna take care of you. Don't have to worry about anything. We'll just do the, you just take your money, you know? But your brain all, don't you bring. We'll just, we'll take care of you. The language barrier is not there. Yeah, it sounds as if you're gonna be trafficked, man. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, I mean, think about it. Uh, you know, you just give me the money. Yeah. Then you don't use, use your head. <laughs> you just travel with us. Right. right? And then we will take care of you. Right. How old were you then again? Uh, that was five years ago. I was 24. Okay, no, then it's not trafficking. Don't worry about it. They go age already. Right. Right. So yeah, 23. Yeah. Okay. So uh, when there, actually I was like, I didn't want to go mm. because I was looking at, at the time I had a very tight budget for everything. I was saving this money that I was earning for my school right. because I dropped out of poly. So oh. my, yeah, I actually dropped out of poly. So technically, I'm still a level student. Oh. Yeah, that's so, my high school. Oh, well, guess what, man? I, I, it's me too. Also a level student. Really? Well, yeah. Well, wow. Yeah, but I've never made it to poly. See, that's the difference. You made it to poly. I barely, didn't. Barely. Nobody wanted me. Yeah, okay. So you dropped out of poly. Me, mm-hmm. don't, don't mind me asking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's the reason for you dropping out of poly? Oh, it's a stupid reason. There's no, re- there's no reason actually. That's the worst thing because mm. I didn't like to study and that's it. Mm-hmm. I go into aviation. Uh, it's like a um, hybrid between aircraft modules and yeah. airport modules. Yeah. Hybrid. So, but I wasn't, I just didn't like to study. It's a pretty that good was, course, right? It's good. Some so people would kill to get in there. Right. So right. totally wasted. You know, I yeah. didn't, just didn't want to study and that's it. Okay. So okay. I dropped out after about three years. Right. I think one was the worst decision in my life. Three years, uh? Three years, yeah. I flunked two modules. So I was supposed to be, it was supposed to be 3.5. Right. So I flunked two. I decided to do, yeah. Jeez, but you you were almost at the finishing line. Right. Okay. So okay. yeah. Not judging you. I'm not judging you. No, no, you. I know. Yeah. I, it's okay. Yeah. Even if you do, I'm fine. I know no, not that you. No, uh, no, no. no. Yeah. I'm in no position to judge. But please do continue. So um, essentially, that was the path I took. So mm. after this, after NS, I decided, okay, I have to work. Right. And things with family weren't doing too well. Okay. In terms of most aspects. Yeah. So I decided to move out. Right. And save this money for my study again. Right. It's three years late, but for, I thought to myself, I'm still trying to make up for it, right? Right. So, and then after one year of a full-time job, um, my parents needed this money mm. so I was moved I moved out for away from them okay. but they actually made a few phone calls to say like, you know actually can you help us we actually mm-hmm. need this money and my savings was gone Right. So that was the first time my savings had about 10k Right. it's the very first milestone in my life but they gave it so anyway so it was back to square one Okay. and what led up to this Vietnam trip was like okay so a few months after that I was saving this healthy sum amount of money again I was yeah. devastated but life had to move on right, right? yeah pretty damn good saver man so did it again and my friend this was the time my Vietnamese friend asked me okay do you want to go Vietnam right. and I was looking at air fees there was like $110 it's so cheap right yeah. in respect but at that time I was like 110 like this is so fucking expensive yeah okay Yeah, and then all going to trip the food itself it would be like four, five hundred yep that's the amount I'm looking at so there's like half about half a month of my savings so I was like actually hesitating a lot to, to whether to go for this trip yeah 
and somehow he managed to convince me and okay I'll just go and I wasn't expecting anything at all nothing that was impress or you know life changing right I just went there everything changed that was how this travel bug came okay what yeah. changed so uh, the way of life in Vietnam when it first there it was so different because mm-hmm. I mean I read on the news and all but to experience it is another story which part of Vietnam don't uh, mind me Ho Chi Minh Ho Chi Minh okay. so I met him in Ho Chi Minh mm. he went there to fetch me right. and then we took a bus about a few five hours right, right. it's like a little province outside Ho Chi Minh okay, yeah, okay. so his friend lived there so we took a bus um, five hours reached about 1-2am right. and then we had to take like um, some kind of a van minivan to go even deeper into the province right. and then another 20 minutes motorbike where his friends came. <laughs> it was just when, like, 2 a.m., there was nothing. There was just a cemetery there. So it was, wow. it was called a creepy start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So they were, they were, moment was like, wow, this is so different. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a start of everything. Okay. So so what do you enjoy about that? I mean, okay, you enjoy the fact that you got away from Ho Chi Minh City mm-hmm. and you ended up somewhere where the locals really live. Yeah. And then you got to experience, you know, um, what a, what a country truly is like. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah. And that like, gave you that travel bug. Yes. Despite the fact, okay, so basically, you d- you discover then that it's be- that based on this ex- first experience, that is because there's an adventurer in you. Would you call yourself an adventurer, an adventurous person? Mm, at a time, no. But right. looking back, yes. Okay. Yeah. So you just so right now you can attest. That it is now a fact yes. that John Yao <laughs> is quite the adventurer. Right. Right. Okay. Absolutely right. So this is where I need I need to I'm I'm sorry, I don't want to steal thunder away from you, and I promise you that no, I'm no, no, not no, trying no. to do don't so. But the reason why I need to stop you here is because of these things on the plate. Now I'm gonna ask you, man, throughout there are more questions for me to ask mm-hmm. you about your travels, yeah, but this is gonna be the first one. Okay. Throughout your travels, you've had Cuisine from different countries. Mm-hmm. What was the weirdest thing you've eaten? Weirdest. Well, this one will take a little bit of time. Mm. Take your time. Weirdest. I've definitely not been. I've not really been to Southeast Asia, so I wouldn't definitely not those little little incest. No one near okay, that. Okay. 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 Say something that was very. Well, you've been to Vietnam, though. Mm-hmm. Vietnam is part of Southeast Asia. Isn't we didn't it? go to like try those little things like that. Okay. Street food at most. Street food. Street okay. food. So, so we, you've had street food. Yes, definitely. So now you, but you are Singaporean, mm-hmm. born, bred, raised Singaporean. Right. Completed your national service as you said, mm-hmm. right? Do you know what these are? On the table, on this plate. It's like happy iron. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It looks it like looks happy, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not sure what it is, like, to be honest. It looks like happy yeah. Actually, I never thought of it that way, but <laughs> since you said it, uh, it is not a happy yeah. Okay. This is an Indian uh, a dish. Right. Okay. It's actually a snack. It's called vade. Vade. Okay. Okay. And it's sponsored. And this is where I got to look at a camera. Uh, it's sponsored by Gordon's Vades. Uh, thank you again. Every time I have a guest on the show, uh, dear old VJ uh, from Gordon's Vades, you can see it's flashing the screen. These are the fluffiest, crispiest damn Vades in the land. And you see on the screen, please contact GordonVade.com or WhatsApp at the number on the screen. This is where I'm going to ask you. The reason why I ask you this question, because you, as a Singaporean, a guy who's been traveling mm-hmm. so intrepidly mm-hmm. doesn't know yeah. that this is 
part and parcel right. of oh, what we have yeah. in Singapore. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say claim that this is a Singaporean dish, mm. but it's, it's certainly common. available because we're a melting pot of cultures, mm-hmm. right? So I want to challenge you on this. Take a piece. Okay. And take a bite. Okay. You don't have to eat the shell. You can just go for the flour. The flour. Okay. And then take a bite off that chili, man. I'll do it with you. Okay. Okay. I Cheers. hope you can take this. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Take a bite off. How do you find the vade? Good? It is good. It is good, it is right? Good. It's not too. This texture is. Just right. Just right, huh? Yeah. Okay, great. Enjoy it, mate. You can eat during the show. Don't worry about it. Go right ahead. Um, this is Gordon's Valleys one more time. Thank you so very much. I'm really giving you airtime because we, we love you guys. You know, every time I do a show, and there are Valleys on my desk in the studio. So thank you so very much. VJ, love you, man. Love you loads. And I'm glad you're enjoying that. I am, really. Okay, please go on munching away. This is really the best Valleys you can find across the land. Now, okay, so you said hardly go around Southeast Asia, right? You hardly go around right. Southeast Asia. Um, so you've been traveling, traveling outside of the region, right? Outside, of course, of Ho Chi Minh City, mm-hmm. okay, and wherever else within after the boundaries of the city in Vietnam. Mm. Where have you been? In Vietnam itself. Just that time was about a five days trip, right. four and a half, I would say. Right. So we went to Ho Chi Minh right. and his province for about two days. Right. And then we went back to Ho Chi Minh for two days. Right. So it was a very short trip. Right. And then what yeah. happened after? Thereafter. Uh, you mean after the trip? Yeah. After Ho Chi Minh, what do you do? I mean, how do you then? Did you decide that I'm going to be traveling? Actually, not quite yet. Okay. But it was like a it was a spark. Right. Yeah. So after I came back. So okay, over there I explored the village life. I got to know how it, it really functioned. It, right. Yeah. So his province is a very like farm family. Right. So his friend lives in um, kind of like a farm style. Right. They rear like chickens mm. and cows. So you stayed on the farm. Yeah. Okay. Two days and then Ho Chi Minh two days and when I came back, so okay, something a little bit changed. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, could traveling like you know it's very interesting for me. Mm-hmm. It's something that I feel it. It changed me, definitely. In what way? Like, okay, is Singapore like really the kind of place that I want to stay? You know, that was the first thought that yeah. came when I came back from Vietnam. Right. Yeah, is this a place that I see myself forever? Or do I just want to go back to my couch and just read about news from, from my couch? Right. It's not something that, okay, maybe I should be more active. I'm right. quite interest, interested to actually explore, like, you know, Places of different culture or regions. Right. Actually, what they're doing in this very place at this time. Sure. Yeah. So uh, that was in 2018. And during June, it was announced that um, the Trump Kim Summit would actually take place in Singapore. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, and before that, before the announcement came out, actually, I was looking at them. Um, okay, what places should I go this year? What are some of the nice, like, unique places I can visit. Yep. So North Korea came out. <laughs> yep. Right. It was ever it was advertised, you know, we are having the seventieth anniversary. So you know like this um communist countries or socialists they really take this anniversaries very seriously. Wait, you wait, know? advertise where? North Korea. 
It was like a website, traveling website. But it was not advertised in any other travel company or travel agent no. here in Singapore. It's like in a blog. No, not in Singapore. No, okay. So you discovered about this online. Something like a blog, yeah, from a blog, travel okay, blog. Okay, yeah. okay. So like recommendations. Travel blog, right. right. Yeah, I recommendations, can't. okay. Mm-hmm. So travel, come and visit communist countries right. this year. In a way like right. that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then, weird. And then... Somehow sparked an interest right. in you. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, look. Okay, I can understand if if I I, I get on a travel blog. I love to travel too. Don't get me the wrong way, man. I mean, I'm an advocate mm-hmm. for people get out of this country, go out there and explore the right. world. You know. But if I see something, right, like, uh, hey, come visit North Korea, and I go, fat fucking chance, man. You're not going to find me in <laughs> fucking North Korea. You're out of your freaking mind. Why? Why? I think, like, I've always been interested in... So when I saw it, I was like, I had the same reaction, you know? It was interesting, but what the fuck? Like, who, who <laughs> asks you to go to... Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I get you. So at that time, I was reading it up, and actually, it, it kind of, like, appealed to me because I've always been interested in Soviet history and the, the World War II things like that okay okay wait 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 wait. I'm gonna stop you there mm-hmm. you've always been interested in Soviet history right the Soviet Union mm-hmm. uh, this is one young man who fucking knows the term the Soviet <laughs> Union for those younger Yo. ones about your age even probably wouldn't even know what the fuck the USSR was all about but I can understand mm-hmm. when you say World War II I'm an, I'm a Big, 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 his, uh, kind of a big history buff mm-hmm. on the World War Two European theater. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm. You can ask me anything about it. I can tell you. Okay, but the Soviet Union, bro. I mean, are you okay? <laughs> Maybe not. And that was what I thought. You know, like people. I told my friends, like when I finally decided to go there, which in itself was the process. Oh, wait, wait. You went to the Soviet Union I ended up when going. it was the Soviet Union. No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. no, no, not yet. My not, God, not yeah, you would have been wish. too young. I wish you would have been too young. There was an, the the wall came down during Reagan and Thatcher's time. But if it go to a place that is still Soviet, even no. really, right? There is the existing place in the world that oh. is still. Okay, okay, let's rewind back a little bit. Now, mm-hmm. I want to hear about the Soviet Union story, mm-hmm. but let's go back to, like, why the fuck North Korea? <laughs> right, so about Soviet history and mm-hmm. things like that. So it was a, it's something that I feel like it's more unique for me because I'm not someone, I realize that I'm not someone who wants to go to places like US, London, Paris. This, this kind it's of very idea. ho-hum, huh? Yeah, for me, it's more, not that it's not good or I want to boast myself as something. It's, it's cliche know, already. It's cliche for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted places that no one goes. Right. But not because to, to boast that, oh, I've been here. Okay. No, not that. But okay. more like, what exactly is going on in these places? Okay. So why are no people, like, I feel more, there's more um, uniqueness in this kind of places. It's more, a lot of things that uh, stories are waiting to be told, but no one is there to, to tell these stories. No one is there to know what's even going on here. So I want to know, like, I don't want to know what's the Eiffel Tower. I mean, there are plenty of places like that in those regions that no one goes. Right. Not explored. So okay. just really curious to, to, you know, in that direction. Go off the beaten track. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. right. So that is your reason of yeah. wanting to get your ass into North Korea. Yeah. To come back home for new ass. Yes. I mean, come on, dude. I mean, could be, they could have ripped you apart, man. Okay, what happened? You Did you eventually go? Yes, I did. You're shitting me. Yeah. Okay, how long <laughs> How long were you there for? 
Uh, I was there for 10, 11 days, but it's, we were leaving on the what? morning of 11, so 10 days actually. If you tell me 4 days, 5 days, okay, this is quite a stretch already. <laughs> telling me 10 to 11 10 days. It's quite a lot, yeah. Jeez. And there was actually a, a tour for 21 days. I actually wanted to go for that, but because of work, I couldn't. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, so you landed in North Korea. Right. And you landed in Pyongyang. Yes. From, okay. from Beijing. Yeah. From Okay, so from Beijing you flew yep. to Pyongyang. That's right. So what happened when you left the plane? Did you have to go through immigration and customs, of course? Right. Right. So how was that? How was the experience? Well, that was a good question. Uh, when we first arrived, so even on the plane there was a story. So it was I was expecting the plane to be full, I mean to be empty, like mm-hmm. no one, just maybe a few tourists and that's it. No, mm-hmm. it was completely full. What? Yeah, of With North who? Koreans. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they were going back for all the holidays because the day are. Uh, the Where were they going back from? China? China. All oh, right, right. Yeah, okay. China. So it was um, for the national day holiday, right? Independence Day. Hmm. So uh, everyone of North Koreans, that was the first encounter. Like whole whole plane was full. Yeah. F- fuck, like flying fuck. And you were the only Singaporean. Yes. The, you're traveling alone. Oh, I had one more Singaporean. There was another Singaporean around my age. But not traveling with you, not oh, your with, traveling with companion. Us. Okay. Yeah. So there were two of you traveling together. Uh, sorry, um, I have to. Uh, it's I knew him from China itself. So when oh, you met him in China, we met you him became in China. became associated with him in China. Uh, we were in this office agency that we before we go for these tours, we have to go to this office to hear about the rules and so on. So that was where I met him. He's not my traveling companion. Oh, wow. Now I'm hearing more things. So you had right. to go into this office to right. hear about the do's and the don'ts. Right, exactly. Okay. And and if you don't mind me asking, mm-hmm. I don't care about the do's, but let's find out about the don'ts. Mm-hmm. What, are the, what are the don'ts? Uh, there are, it's actually quite simple. It's um, just three main rules. So first, you cannot take any photos of um, military installations. That's for sure. Okay. And you must military personnel, the standards uh, in yeah. the whole world. Right. So second will be like anything that portrays them in um, negativity. Right. So like the negative light. Negative light. Even yeah. like um half finished buildings, any construction trucks, things like that, you get an idea. Like any roads that looks really bad, you're not allowed to take photos of that. Now who's gonna be checking on you when the tutorial group leader. What? So they have two leaders. Two one will be one will be the tour guide, the other one usually is more in a way more junior assistant I would say right it's like an assistant to the, the group sometimes it can be both or the same so, so one of the tour guys is probably going to be uh, uh, one of the one of their army officers or army intelligence officers mm. probably I never know we never uh, know exactly yeah, yeah. Mm. okay okay so they told you no pictures mm-hmm. don't put them in a bad light alright right. All right. and no photos no of photographs of military installations right. and of military personnel as mm-hmm. well as as Half built building, constructed buildings yeah. and stuff like that. Okay, right. and roads. Okay, anything else? Uh, the last one will be no no photos of people without permission. And I mean, of the general population. That's right. Yeah, no interacting or so. No interacting. Yeah, unless instructed to, unless given permission to. You mean no interaction? So you can't go into a restaurant or a shop and 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 buy stuff. This interaction, isn't it? Yeah. So in. In this kind of situation, when this is part of our itinerary, it's fine. But let's say we were on the streets, we saw some North Koreans, we are not take, generally not supposed to, hey, you know, how are you? Like, we're not supposed you can't, to do not, that. You're not even supposed to greet them. Um, not really. You can, I guess you can, but there's like, it's it's more, this is where things get more... Grey. 
Gray, exactly. That's the word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it depends on. The, the I mean, what kind of a freaking holiday would that be, man? I mean, you're not yeah. really gonna meet the locals, right? Okay. I mean, you see the locals, but you can't meet you the can't locals, meet let alone greet the locals, right? So tell me what happened. So on the plane, on the mm-hmm. flight, there were mostly North Koreans. Mm-hmm. The one Singaporean guy you got to know during the tour briefing. You got mm-hmm. to know him in China. You guys flew over there. You landed in Pyongyang. Mm-hmm. You got the fuck off the plane and you went over the customs mm-hmm. and immigration. So what happened then? So I was going past this um, conveyor belt. Yeah. So it was full of everyone. So I was actually, um, I wanted to take photos. But they told but you. But I to knew that yeah. I couldn't take photos. Yeah. So I actually, like, you know, I was feeling a bit more adventurous. <laughs> adventurous. Backside Ichi Singaporean. Right. Yes, okay. So I asked, um, I actually asked someone in uniform. Uh-huh. I didn't care about uniform. I just had to ask someone in uniform, like, right. can I? photo uh-huh. okay I said it in Korean but I, oh, I learned, so you, I learned, you learned Korean how about photo uh? just photo how okay. can I take photo <laughs> okay so I asked okay okay he so said okay she it was a she, she said okay yeah I right. knew it's not exactly a consent yeah but I just you know I asked you know yeah yeah I just and say I want to take the, the clock the yep. there is beautiful with the time they have time in Shanghai time in USA yep. so I just want to take that yep. I wanted to take the whole belt but um, yeah and I took one and someone some of the military got yep. he saw it yep. and there was like he shouted across Wow! I pretended to like not understand. Yeah, so I just went on to do my thing at the cab already, and I was like looking for bag, things like that. Right. He, he came to me. And he asked me to to come over. Then. Yeah, and then he said like, he 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 said a lot of things in Korean. I didn't understand, but there was something, of course, he was scolding you. Yeah. Things like that. So he brought me to this place with another guy, two guys now, and they look at me like, you like want to eat me up. Really? Yeah. And it was in a room. They detained you in a room? Not in a room. It was like, so this was the conveyor belt. Right. And right in front, there are a few um, immigration counters with with a back check spot. Right. So this is where you have to lay your bag out. Yeah. And you have to take every single thing out from your bag. Right. One by one, your clothes, your... Your travel, your camera, for yeah, all these projects, everything that you've items. got. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. So that was where they brought me to. Yep. And then they start opening a bag. They got the tour guide, one of the guides, to translate for me. Right. You know. Right. While you're taking photos and things like that. Right. It was quite intimidating. Intimidating. Mm. Yeah. And what happened? Mm. They, they checked my, your picture. Yeah, they took my phone and they went off. And to, to some room. Uh-huh. So I was without my phone, but I, w- I had a guide, so it's fine. Right. One of the guides. She was not my guide, but um. She spoke English, so it's, yeah. she looked she looked nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So they really asked why they take photos. I said I asked for permission, but you know mm. because I said I want to take the clock and yeah. Yeah. So they deleted the photos after like fifteen minutes. They got back to me and the photos were gone. Okay. Then yeah. they told you to, you could go. Yeah. Okay. So they checked my bag. They really did the very stringent one for my bag. Right. Like really exceptionally stringent. Well, of course, there were like no issues. I had a toilet roll, I think, in yeah. my bag. They, yeah. like, they were also looking at the, the roll to oh. see if there was any... Yeah, it was very... Whether anything was written or encrypted yeah, onto the right. toilet. Are you shitting me, right? Yeah. <laughs> they really checked for these things. Okay, okay. And, and then, but they did let you go eventually. Yeah, they did let me go. So, but yeah. it was quite tense. It was really tense at the time. Yeah, yeah. okay. A lot of shouting... A lot of these eye stares at me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I wasn't scared, to be honest, but I had to... Oh, come on. How can you not be scared? I was prepared for it. So, really? Yeah. I, it wasn't comfortable, but I expected it to come. 
Okay. You know, because when before I took the photo, I know there's a chance that I will get, you know, but it's legit. I want to take the clock. Right. So, yeah. So, I was prepared. Okay, I'm going to get to a room, which I didn't even, mm-hmm. thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. But even if I got, I would be, I think I would be quite calm. Okay. So, how was your, after that, when you left the airport, I mean, how was your trip in general in uh, in North Korea? You were only st- around Pyongyang, right? They didn't allow you to travel out of Pyongyang, um, I'm our sure. itinerary actually went off Pyongyang. Huh? Yeah, we did. What well, is surprising. So we were slated to go for a few places. Uh, one of them is called Kaesong. So Kaesong is um, close to the border with South Korea. So mm-hmm. this is where they have their 38th parallel. Yeah, the 38th parallel. Yeah. 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 So we went to the JS, uh, I forgot the name for that, the JSO or something, the Joint Security Area, JSA. Yep, okay. Yeah, okay. So... We were technically almost able to cross the, to the to South, South Korean Korea. side, yeah. but the guard, the person holding the key for the mm. huts, the blue huts, the UN huts. So, like in this, in this, at this border, right. there are a few. There's a demarcated uh, line. Uh, yep, yep. And yep. then between these, there are a few huts, blue colored ones. Oh, so, so that's the, the the US. The UN. The UN. UN okay, blue, huts, blue. Okay, right. right. So technically, you can actually go inside and you can cross to the south. You can. Technically, you can. But the guy holding the keys weren't there, so we didn't manage to go into the room. Right. Yeah, but we were so close to. But that's only for for tourists. Tourists, yes. But not, of course, not for the local North Korean no, citizen. Not for locals. And you, get, you can try. You get shot. You know. Uh, yeah. yeah well. A lot of stories about that. Oh so. yeah, loads of stories about that. Yeah. So yeah. so what else did what else was interesting in your in your trip to North Korea? At that time, the, the one of the main reasons I went there was for the military parade. So it's a very oh, yeah. huge victory, yeah. you know. You see on the news, they have like this huge trays of yeah, and choreographed w- stuff and the yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, all kinds of cho- choreographed performances. Right. Yeah. And we also had they had the uh, mass games. Yeah. It's kind of like um Olympic ceremony where mm-hmm. they have a it's like a performance, but they have these people at one side of the stadium. Um, they actually have this kind of a, what they call it placards. Yep. So they form like these performances using plaquettes. Right. So it's like a screen, yep. but it's not. It's actually by the people themselves. They oh. train for months to, to do these performances. Wow. Yeah, so you know, one person start and the whole thing will flip. It's mm. like Kalang Wave, but with design. Right. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So did you see the great leader? I did. Yes. He was seated like two two blocks. This would be Kim Jong-un, right? That's right. Yeah. It's yeah. the only one you would see with that. Yeah. It was very visible. Right. Yeah. Okay, so, so that was he was really near to me, quite close. Really, yeah, how, so, how close? So like this was the stadium, and he was here in the center. Yeah, we were like just two blocks away. Really, about um one hundred and fifty meters away. Wow. Yeah, this is really not far. We could right. see him. And and uh, you you looked at him, you watched his demeanor. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, just normal. Scary guy. No, no, no. Just watching a show and right. clapping. A lot of the clapping was. Yeah, it was really long. So yeah, yeah. When he when he claps, everybody make sure that they clap yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah, right. Yeah, everybody right. better make sure they clap. Yeah. Did you clap? <laughs> oh yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah. So what's what's your what's your takeaway uh, of North Korea, man, on this trip for this trip? It's it really feels like a um, time travel back to the eighties. It was like China before it opened up. Yeah. Kind of vibes. So the music on the streets are really in the eighties. Hmm. It's. Or propaganda mm. kind of TV shows. Mm. The, there was only one channel we, we tried to tune the the, the the control. It was all 
government stuffs. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, they made sure that they military kept, bands. Nobody, nobody could see what's happening outside. Right. That's, yeah. that's a hermit country. Yeah. It's funny you should say that. It's like China before it opened. Uh, I, I, was, I was sort of there when they were just opening up. And believe you me, man, it was scary. Well, why? Uh, I was what in Shanghai. I was in Shanghai and I was there to host an event. Mm-hmm. Um, Back in those days, even. Well, man, this was in, this was in 1998, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And uh, Shanghai Airport wasn't like the Shanghai Airport today, trust okay. you me. So when we, when we arrived, uh, there were two queues at immigration, mm-hmm. one for the locals and one for foreigners. foreigners. And there's a yellow line, right? You don't step beyond the yellow line. Okay. Now, in the local queue, there was a local lady waiting to get her passport stamped. She's coming back home, mm-hmm. and her foot was on the yellow line. And this PRC soldier, who is a lady right. as well, approached her and scolded her wholesale in front of all the foreign tourists and told her to get a foot off the line. Mm-hmm. And this lady sort of retorted, and she got slapped. By the soldier? Yeah, in full view, everyone. And I tell you, all of us started looking down to see whether we were stepping <laughs> on the yellow line. Oh, gosh. And, uh, you know, the place that we were at, uh, wow. we, were, we were launching, right. it was a bar. It was a Singapore-owned uh, oh, business. Right. Um, and in that neighborhood, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the parties are crazy, man. We started a party at like about maybe 2.30 in the afternoon. Okay. The crowd, it was summer, and it was really like long days mm-hmm. and short nights. Um, and the crowd actually started coming in about 10 p.m. Right. It so started getting dark at 10 p.m. Uh, about there. Um, and then in between all that, the neighborhood of mostly older people, mm-hmm. old people, wearing the Maoist dressed, uh, uh, you know, the Maoist uh, right. uh, uniform, the old, kind of yeah. the very old type. Mm-hmm. And they were dem- they were about to riot at the gate of the premise because, because they were saying that no one is sharing the profits with them. Yeah, it was quite an eye-opening experience. That was my first ever trip mm-hmm. to China. Uh, and it was Shanghai, mind you. It wasn't like some other far-flung yeah. province or something, you know. Uh, like Shenyang or whatever. It was Shanghai. Shanghai yeah. But this was a long time ago. So, yeah, I get it. I get it when you say that, you know, when you go to North Korea, it's like the 80s mm-hmm. before China opened up. Uh, yeah, but believe me, in an, it, back then in the 90s-something mm-hmm. that I was there, it was more like the damn 70s. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so I get it. I get it. Uh, but I'm not crazy like you, you see. I didn't deliberately want to go there. I went there because it was good money to be paid, so I right. went, you know? Right. Yeah. But anyway, tell me about the USSR. Hmm. Yeah, okay, you told me, you said earlier on in the show that um, there are still pockets, right. I'm pretty sure there is, mm-hmm. uh, of, 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 of maybe, I don't know, what, province, territory, yeah. that's predominantly still believes that in Soviet Union, yeah. And still predominantly communist. Tell mm-hmm. me more about that. So I think the communism ideology is, uh, I mean, the USSR might have fallen, but the ideology is the mental side of uh, USSR is still alive. For mm-hmm. sure, it's mm-hmm. definitely alive in, in lots of part of these countries, mm-hmm. the post-Soviet countries, the 15 countries that are dissolved. Um, and there is actually this territory beside Ukraine, uh, yeah. to the left of Ukraine. So which is to the in between Romania and Ukraine, right. which is Moldova. 
Moldova. Moldova. Yeah, Moldova. Yeah, and okay. Within Moldova itself, which yeah. is a very tiny strip of yes, country. very tiny strip of land, landlocked, yeah. isn't it? Landlocked. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And there is actually another smaller strip of land in mm-hmm. Moldova itself, mm-hmm. which is a, considered a breakaway region. Mm-hmm. It's called Transnistria. 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 Yeah, that's right. And is what do you mean by breakaway region? So in during the when USSR was about to be dissolved. Yeah. So this part of Moldova yeah. was not really Moldovians because Moldovans speak Romanian mostly. Okay, so the Moldovians actually have Romanian heritage. Right. Exactly. Okay. And so, the, but 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 this how do you pronounce that? Uh, Transnistria. Transnistria. Yeah. Didn't want okay. Basically, they remain. They want to remain communist. Right. Right. Want, okay. That small sliver of okay. Yes. Right. Silver of land. Yeah. Yeah. So they are pro, not pro communist, but they pro Russian. Right. They have like actually the national heritage is pretty mixed. They have Bulgarians living inside. Yeah. They have Ukrainians. They have right. Russians. Right. They have Moldavians. So yeah. it's actually very diverse. Right. Culturally diverse. Right. But that part of land, the people there, they actually they are. They feel like they belong to Russia. Okay. They they have more roots with Russia. But that's Russia, not not necessarily the ideology of communism, right? Uh, actually, the government itself in that land. Mm-hmm. So they were fighting this war mm-hmm. when the when it was about to be dissolved. Mm-hmm. So Moldova and Transnistria was mm-hmm. fighting. Uh, oh, they were, they were at war. They had a brief so it's war. more like a. It's not like, like it's a not civil war, but uh, it's it's war war. Civil because, war kind of thing. Oh, civil war because Transnistria is is part of Moldova. Yes, they're not Under a separate UN. independent entity. No, they did not one of the breakaway states. They so in the UN they were recognized as part of Moldova. But I when, see. But when you go there, it's different story because right. they have their own army. Right. They have their own checkpoint. Wow. They have their own money. Their own borders. Own government. Yes. So right. Their own currency. Not, right. So de facto wise, it's mm. under Moldova, but de jure. If I'm mm. wrong, the right word to call it the jury is is not under Moldova. Right. Yeah, they have everything is under their own terms. Right. Yeah. So, so they actually got it by Russian troops. So it's like the the empire and the rebels, you know, Star no Wars. Way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. 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 So yeah. <laughs> okay. So these guys, these guys are strictly still. See, do, don't tell me mm-hmm. you went there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went there. Yeah. Transnistria. That's right. That was yeah. the first. That was actually. One of the main reasons why I went for the reason why I started this travel, it was for Transnistria. What the fuck's wrong with you, man? Yeah, I, I mean, I, why are you going to places that you know you're going to get screwed so badly? Right. Did you get screwed up down there? Um, not really, but there was a few situations. It was quite interesting. I like what? Like what? Name name me one. Like um, I was taking photos because I just bored. Yes, again, there's got to be fucking photos. <laughs> Singaporeans, man. <laughs> I mean, we're getting as bad as Japanese, man. Like auto warm beer. No, that was... Yeah. Right. I was thinking with my camera, so... Oh, yeah, there you go, yeah. So there were two guys that noticed me, and they went up to me and told me, like, um, they asked me for more documents in Russian. They couldn't speak English. Mm. So I, I didn't... I pretended not to understand what mm-hmm. they mean because, I, mm-hmm. I mean, inside, like, come on, fuck off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, who are you? Because, mm. I mean, before I went, I read about all the, the, the possibilities of... The, what I can face yeah like um, or like what yeah bribery okay this is one of because in Eastern Europe is uh, it's rampant yeah it's rampant okay. it's yeah. not but surprisingly it's pretty good but that's for another story okay so anyway um, these two guys went up to me yep. and um, 
asked me repeatedly for my documents. They didn't say passport. They didn't so, were they officials? I mean, they weren't wearing uniforms or anything no, like that? No, they were in plain clothes. That's why I didn't mm. want to... Yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah fuck okay. off. You know? yeah. But I couldn't say that, right? Yeah. So I just said, like, I don't understand them in Russian. I don't understand mm-hmm. you. And I was trying to go, and then they stopped me. They tried to, like, lock me in this position. But my view was I wanted to bring them to this open-air restaurant, right. which was not far away. Right. And I will give them a passport there. You know, but not not here. Just you and me. I don't. Yeah, know what not privately. Okay. Yeah, not privately. Okay. So at that time, it happened for a few minutes. You no, know, I don't understand. I want to go. You know, <laughs> so and they stopped. This guy came out of nowhere. He was a really big size, right? Like, really bulky. Yeah. He came out middle of me. He put me pulled me to one side, and he said, "Ask me to wait." You know, he also didn't speak English, and he went took them to one side, and they were like, I think he was scolding them. Right, the two guys. Okay, so they were like in like that. They were looking down, yeah, uh-huh. and like like kind of like little mouse right posture. Okay, and I was like, wow, oh, all Russian, all the words, and yeah. I was hearing for months. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> he escorted for some time. Yeah, and he went back to me. I uh, said, passport, just right. give me passport, and uh, I didn't know it was collaboration. You know, right? Who, who knew? You know, yeah. but I just gave it because I saw two guys behind, uh, not far. Um, they were wearing uniform. They right. called militia, which yeah. is their police, but militia. they were in army mm. police, army right. uniform. So I asked them, like, hey, are these two guys um, your guys? Mm. So he looked at them, he said, yeah, so, okay, a few more safe. Mm-hmm. So he was there, uh, they were there, like, talking about something, and then he returned me the passport, and the, this guy told me, the guy who helped me, he said, like, he look, um, you should stop taking photos, maybe you should come with us to our home, because you are being watched for because you're a foreigner, you're taking photos. Right. Yeah, you've got attention. Yeah. So you know, we think you should come to our home. Home. Yeah, home. As in to their homes. Whose home? That guy who helped me. Oh, that guy's home. Right. Well, so, well, he must be, okay, but this guy must be must be someone in in some position of authority, isn't no, it? No, he wasn't. But he was just. I think he was scolding them because, uh, from what I understood. Like he's just a foreigner, he doesn't know anything. What are you trying to? Well, so he's just he's just a normal just some guy, normal guy, trying on to the help. street. He, wow, he was from the restaurant that I was right. I was wanted. I wanted to bring them to right. Yeah, so he came up and I saw his kids, his wife. His wife came over as well. He said like, "Hey, you should really come to our home to have protection, something like that." You know. And yeah, and you I, did. I ref- I refused because I didn't know if this was another. You set up. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. even more like worried, you know, yeah, from yeah. the street Another to the situation house. where you, John right. Yell, could have been trafficked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty like unnerved. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Were you traveling alone for this trip? Yeah, alone. Alone. Right. Yeah, nutcase, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, freaking nutcase. Okay, then what happened? You went back. You, you mm. the whole situation did. You know, basically, it was, it was, it was, uh, um, um. Averted. Well, I wouldn't say way. averted. Um, diffused. diffused. It was diffused. Yeah. Okay. So, and then after which you you went on your merry way and you right. went, okay. And they were insisting. Yeah. They said no. They gave me the number in case, like, okay, if you got, if you, if you mm. get invited by the police right. for the, to the station, yeah. just call this number if you get into trouble. So okay, um, well, there must be people of, of of certain standing in order for them to tell you that you know you can take their number down. Isn't it? No, I think it's purely that they really want to help. Well, me. genuine people, huh? Yeah. So that's this nice. Is, right. That's really nice. Um, but you know something? I mean, what on earth uh, is wrong with you? I mean, I, I'm sitting here marveling at the fact that, you know, 
this adventurous sense of yours, you know, risking yourself being thrown into a North Korean gulag. <laughs> now this other place. Soviet gulag. Yeah, a Soviet gulag, when Soviet Union is already gone, and be tortured by a North Korean right. prison guard tickling the balls of a spicy kimchi for the rest of your life. I mean... I'm not that, sure that, if that, they that, even give kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, I mean, what's wrong with this guy? I mean, I admire your courage. I admire the spirit Thank to travel, you. but... But God forbid, man, I will never put myself in a spot like right. that. If my son comes to me one day and tells me he's going to do this kind of travel, I'm going to kick him <laughs> yeah, real hard. Slap him like soldier. Yeah, no, 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 I'm not that. I'm going to kick him in the butt real hard, man. So you know this, this, this traveling of yours. Right. You know, having seen cultures, having experienced all this, gives you a richness in life, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Has it changed your beliefs and values? Yes, it is. How so? Before, like, I started traveling, I was thinking, like, essentially the main things were, okay, I'm going to stay in Singapore, mm-hmm. like, just to work, and then to get married. It's really, like, it's a very normal lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But when I travel, I realized that, actually, this is not the life that I want. Mm-hmm. And when I come back, I don't want to be in this same system where I have to work for people, and then I have to get married and mm-hmm. to do the things that mainstream mainstream things yeah conventional mainstream yeah. stuff okay. and like I realized that the more I do this the more I actually want to travel to more places like that mm. to, to to feel this kind of um, raw kind of like adventure okay yeah. so right now you're not married no you're not, not planning dating. to get married no not attached no <laughs> I don't plan to for definitely not for the time being what the f- okay yeah. you, you're working yeah, I'm working. Okay. Uh, I just got back, so um, I'm having to start work. That mm-hmm. will be next month. You mean a new job? Yeah, a new job. That's right. 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 Don't mind me asking. What do you do for a living? I'm in hospitality. Your hospitality. So, like, yeah. uh, specifically F and B. So, okay. I'm like, I'm a waiter. Yeah. Yeah. So that was okay. what I did since uh, leaving Poly. Right. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of saving for you to do, huh? Yep. To travel about. Mm, still fine. Let's spend about fourteen thousand in seven months. Which is still okay, I guess. It can okay. be cheaper, but yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, have you ever traveled to a place that drastically exceeded your expectations? Expectations? Mm. I think I would have two places in mind. It uh-huh. would be Poland. I didn't wow. go there for a long time, just a few days. Wow. But uh, Poland, is, in my opinion, is pretty underrated. It's really? Like, yeah, it's part of EU. So yeah, yeah, I, I was know. expecting things to be pretty much like the EU, mm-hmm. you know, like in Austria, um, Germany. But actually, it was very cheap. It was really cheap. And mm. the sites were really beautiful. Like, they have a lot of beautiful... How about sites. the people? How about the people? How about safety? How about, you know? It's completely safe to me. Really? Yeah, yeah. And um, so people-wise... Mm-hmm. So Poland's underrated, you say? Yeah, to me. Okay, convince me, man. Why should I? Because it's never been on my travel list. Why should I travel to Poland? Okay, so definitely the cheap is very cheap. Mm-hmm. But of course, cheap is not something that that everybody, not everyone, will say like, "Well, because it's cheap, I need to travel." For some, I have the money, so why do I need to travel even if it's cheap? Right? No, fuck! So I, don't, I don't mind going to a cheap country, man. So, so yeah. it's, it's really cheap. Like yeah. for example, the hostel I was staying at, yeah. you can find accommodation for like six sing dollars. No way. Which was way cheaper than the Balkans. Which Balkans, I expected the opposite, but it was way more expensive than, than Balkans. I mean, way more, more cheaper. Than, way, way, yeah, way, way more cheaper, cheaper, than, cheaper Balkans. than the Balkans. Right. Okay. 
So yeah, All right. and uh, of course they have a lot of beautiful places like um, Rotswaf. Uh, in spelling wise in English it will be called Roclaw that was what I taught when I first before I went there okay. it's like W-R-O and the claw yeah. so I went oh can I go to Warclaw and like the people are looking at me uh, how like, do you spell that how do you pronounce it again uh, Rotswaf Rotswaf yeah gosh yeah. how the hell did right. Roclaw become Rotswaf <laughs> Right. So yeah, that was like, oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You just, you know, um, okay. So, 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 so it's beautiful places. They speak English predominantly. Uh, they do. They do. They right. learn English. Have you school. been to Portugal? No. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because it's uh, it doesn't burn a hole in your pocket either mm-hmm. if you put that in your bucket list. Right. Yeah. Really. I've been there and I love it. And which uh, part of Portugal do you think? I was in Lisbon. Lisbon. Yeah. Right. And uh, but so far the favorite place that we've been to would be Norway. Wow. I love Norway. I wow. was there for. We were there for a month. Did you were you with the intent to see the Northern Lights as well? Did no, you we manage didn't, to see. Yeah, we didn't see the, mani- the We didn't manage to see the Northern mm-hmm. Lights when we were there. Uh, I think Northern Lights would be better if you've gone to say Finland. Finland, you know, right. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but we just love Oslo, and uh, and and we traveled seven hours by train. And what is mooted to be the most beautiful train ride in Europe, and that is a train ride from Oslo to Bergen, the Bergen. The, the the first capital of uh, of Norway. Right, all the way north, right? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. right, all the way north. Right. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. Uh, I mean. God's not good green earth, but God's good white earth because we were there during Christmas. Christmas. You know, it was beautiful. Right. Yeah, yeah. So put that in your bucket list too. Too. You know, you, oh, you travel there. But I think you're a nutcase, dude. I mean, oh, what's man. the next step? Cuba. I, ho- I hope that's the Cuba. Actually, yeah. I thought so. Yeah, Cuba for sure. But I heard uh, I've seen like it's more like a, it's quite a tourist trap for for me. What I've seen. Really. From yeah. From, ah. Of course. I've not been there. I'm not in a position to say, but mm. from what I read, it's pretty much. But you know, I've spotted Vietnam, mm-hmm. North Korea. Well, that place where it's still Soviet, according Moldova, to you. Yeah. Uh, Moldova, Transnistria, yeah. right? And and then the former Eastern Bloc, Poland, right, right, and then now Cuba. I mean, dude, you've got a, you got what? What is this about communist countries and you? I think like communism, the. The system that you know more like the legacy. I'm going to be airing the show. Are you okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. like this, the legacy that communism left uh-huh. like in terms of in a tourist perspective, I think it's really interesting for for me because <laughs> like you're seeing things that okay because Singapore used to be one of the places where actually communism almost took place. So we merely we almost lost to the communists. Right, those in those Lee Kuan Yew days in the 50s, 60s, we were fighting this so much. Mm-hmm. And to be able to see something that Singapore are most experienced, I think it was really interesting a different way of life. It's not that I'm for the ideology. Okay, so you let me, not, let, let, not, let, me, let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. Okay, you are saying you're not advocating no, no, definitely communism, not. No right? Way, no way, no. but I'm just wondering, I mean, the interest to travel mm-hmm. to, to communist right. nations right. is for is, the way of life. You know, to to, to the, understand yes, the way the of mentality, life. What, because the Are they different? Very different. They So I was trying to test out my hypothesis mm-hmm. towards how they feel, how right. the people feel. So sometimes when I visited the, the places, mm-hmm. like for example in Motova, mm-hmm. it was a good example. I went to this flea market mm-hmm. uh, to look for some Soviet coins. 
right. and Soviet um, souvenirs. Right. So I met these people. We were talking about in slow in Russian, broken right. Russian. So I was asking them, how do you feel about Soviet Union? You know, how do you feel about those days? Do you feel? And I just asked them, how do you generally right. like? Right, so yeah. it's basically you're 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 interested in finding out how how people like people live differently from us, right. uh, especially for those who are uh, who are either in communist countries right. or, Maybe or former or former communist former. countries yeah. and right. and how they they are coping now. Yeah. So it's a point of interest and it's a cultural interest. Cultural interest, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and some of them actually mm. told me that they missed the Soviet Union. Mm. Yeah, but of course th- we have a uh, okay to put it more simply. She was, she misses it because she said at those during that time, th- a lot of things were free. Right. She didn't have to worry about homes right. because the government would give them. Yeah, it was much more simpler. Yeah, like they could afford things like right. readily, you know, right. because they have the coupons and you just go and they receive it. Yeah, so it's normal. But now after socialism fa- fell mm. the life is really hard for them sure but, but maybe it's because they are for older right. citizens and they exactly. they're, they're not they, they don't have much time to get used right. the new to system. capitalism yeah right. so there was also another side so I hear like different perspectives I see, I see. yeah so some of them they say Tangor yeah. you know this yeah is but gone. now now the, now the Soviet Union's collapsed then you've got you've got uh Supposedly democracy, mm. supposedly, supposedly, and then now it's a, now it seems to be more of an autocracy, right, than anything yeah. else, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's one place that we shouldn't be traveling anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been lost or stranded where you were traveling? Mm. When I was hiking, yeah. Where when did you hiking? hike? <laughs> uh, that time was <laughs> that was in one of them was in Japan. Mm-hmm. One of them was in Boston, no, Montenegro. 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 Oh yeah. my goodness! You went hiking in Montenegro, yeah. and where the hell did you go hiking in Japan? Uh, Japan was not in that crazy forest, right? Where people go go. No, no, not that one. No, no, not that one. No, thank goodness for <laughs> I that. Think I wouldn't. I yeah. think mm-hmm. I would be here. Oh, so you're not that adventurous no, after no, all. Not huh? yet. <laughs> I, I have kind of some fear towards the supernatural. Oh, I, I not that I super believe, but. I believe it exists well, yeah. and I shouldn't put myself in the environment where I can you know, yeah yeah so, 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 so at least it's something you don't go chasing after yeah, huh? no, not, not that okay yeah. let's talk about Montenegro man you got lost you were alone yeah I was alone are you kidding me yeah I'm, I'm, I'm always alone most and, of, and, and what, do you, what, do you, what do you arm yourself with going into to the for, was it a forest that you went not hiking in exactly yeah it's um, it's like this monastery it's called Ostrok right it's about it's not far from the capital city, so right. it's about one hour train ride to right. that place, and then you have to hike for about two hours to get to the monastery. So it's actually so it's getting you away from the train station mm-hmm. to the monastery, monastery which is right. like a hiking path. It's a hiking path with no civilization around, no towns, no little villages, no. nothing, hamlets, no. no nothing. No, right, just so a road with empty roads. Empty all. road with yeah. with what with what on the left, what's on the right? Uh, no, there's um, nothing at all. It's just flatland. Yeah, just flatland. Just like a mountainous region with some roads built for people to travel past right. and you have to hiking. And and then you got lost. Yeah. And, and I got lost hap- when I was... Then what happened? There's no so, GPS working in your phone too, right? Um, I had GPS, but I needed to get... So I was like going up this path mm. and I took a wrong turn. Right. And uh, I actually 
went to, up to this place where there were a lot of trees in front of me, uh-huh. um, like overgrown trees, right. bushes and thorns. Right. So I was kind of stuck there. I wanted to go back, but from according to my GPS, it's, it's pretty close. Yeah. It's easier to <laughs> just go up than to go back down and, and find it away. Right. So I got stuck for about one hour trying to... to find my way through to crawl and there was no one else around no one holy shit yeah. okay and then what happened just had to persevere but it was really tough because um, you followed the GPS anyway yeah and you went ahead I went ahead and you did find the monastery yes, because I knew there was I saw a road mm. like some kind of like um, just a, a small road right castle pass and I know once I reach there I'm, I'm good okay yeah. so so essentially you arrived at the monastery right. and why did you want to go to the monastery oh it's just for beauty it's like it's, it's actually a monastery that's carved into the wall Right, but, but there are monks in the monastery. Yeah, not really. We don't call them monks. I think we call Abbots, them... Uh, Abbots. Uh, yeah, no, no, like it's got to be monks, monastery. No, I don't think... It's Catholic, called, right? Yeah, Catholic. Yeah. So are they called monks? Monks, yeah. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. I didn't know about that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> usually, yeah. Okay, okay. so, uh, well, you see, going to a monastery, don't know they're called monks. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you, man? Okay, um, uh that's where you got lost you went in there but after you came out of the monastery you have to go the same beaten path back to the train station uh, by right yes yeah but, but I by got, left by left I got lost <laughs> <laughs> so I went to look for a local I said hey do you know how to get out of this place yeah. because it was pretty late it was like 5 right. I was supposed to leave at that time but I missed the last train so I asked some locals, if you, could, you know, anyways, taxi or mm. any shuttle bus that goes by or hitchhiking, mm. things like that. So there was this guy who I asked the bus driver, um, he's going to a town. Right. So I got on the right taxi ride for a few dollars, about $10. Right. Yeah, so and then you managed to make it for your last trip. Yeah. <laughs> okay. One last question before uh, we say goodbye. Okay. Um, any advice for people who love to travel? Well who love to travel I mm. think it depends on in generally it really depends on what kind of traveling they're looking for mm-hmm. but if you would like to travel I really recommend that you try more of um, solo trips if possible mm-hmm. or maybe let's say you want to together you can try places that are really not so solo known. trips yeah okay uh, they are more well known not so well known right right off the beaten path right. because these are the places to just go with the flow Right. Not when you're there because these experiences are, are priceless. So the mantra would be when you're on holiday, don't worry about getting lost because it's a holiday worry, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Find out more, discover new places. And right. new Sometimes people, new we things. have like a desire to, oh, we have to go here, we have to go there. This mm-hmm. trip is, you know, day one, we have to be here, mm. day two, here and there. But I think sometimes we should be more relaxed about it. Right. We just, okay, just go a little bit more of the flow because these are the times where you actually turn into an experience that you may forget which is <laughs> what happened for me yeah. yeah any advice of people who don't like to travel or not inclined to travel don't like to travel or okay. not inclined to travel not inclined to travel I think traveling is a very good way to experience something that is very different let's say if I'm Singaporean I work every day you know, for whatever reasons I don't like I think they should try they mm-hmm. should still try mm-hmm. maybe um as to as a reason for themselves to hey, you know I should do some therapy mm-hmm. you know, in the sense of like, okay, I don't like to travel, but you know maybe you can explore somewhere near just something that is cl- close to you, right? And something that is like 
still off the building track. Okay. Yeah. Start small, you mean? Start small. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Thank. Well, John, thank you so very much uh, for thank being you, on my show. Um, that was John Yao, and it's good that we have him on the show because this guy has such big kahunas. He travels anywhere. He can go alone. You heard the story today, and it's good that we have him here before he gets abducted by aliens. So it's a, it's a good thing that we've got him on the show. Thank you so very much thank for you, being Chris. here. And again, thank you so much, Gordon Zavadez. Uh, uh, it's been great, really. Thank you so much. Keep him coming. Uh, we'd love to have more of your Zavadez. This is Chris Hansen for the Chris Hansen Conversation. I'll see you again real soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>